just a bloke in a bar. All right, welcome back. We've got a very, very special episode today. We are unfortunately not coming from the Caxon Hotel, the greatest pub in the world, but yep. uh, we've got a pretty good substitute. Yeah, we do. We're in Bloke Studios today. We've got The Beak and Maddie the Waterboy jumping on with us. Um, thanks for letting us use the space as well. It's nah. a spectacular setup. My first time here. I'm a little bit aroused and uh, yeah, thanks for having us. A little us bit aroused. You, I mean, you look very aroused. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not wearing your school shorts? Not wearing my school shorts, so I'm, uh, I don't have a, a fake bonus. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a full real bonus. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, but thanks for having us, boys. It's um, great to be here. The studio is epic and the... Tuesday beers are going down well. We're yes. down in Sydney for the uh, Budgie Smuggler event. So a bit of a different show this week. We thought we'd get the boys on to have a chat. Um, but how you been? It's been a while since we've actually caught up yep. on camera. I think we were just talking about Magic Round last year, uh, the ghillie suit incident. It's been a while. Um, what's been happening? I've got to say, Das, um, you thank us for letting you use the studio, but we actually couldn't have done that Darren Lockyer interview <laughs> without you. Yeah, remember very we, true. <laughs> we and our flight, remember how we came back oh. and we were like, all right, Darren Lockyer's going to be here from this time to this time. Don't be late. We're like, sweet, we've got 15 minutes. But then obviously all our bags just didn't oh, arrive. Oh, that's right, yeah. Didn't arrive and then you had to bail and then we used yeah. your stuff, but we got there in the end. Yeah, so. that, yep. that was so funny. I think it, I think I was texting you, Maddie, and you're like, we'll pay you for your time. And I was like, if I can just sit there and listen, that'll, <laughs> be, that'll be more than Mate, enough. It was so good. Like yeah. thinking back, like we got to hear the great D-Lock speak yeah. for an hour and a half. In the Caxon. In like, the Caco. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was sitting there going, I mean, I used to play with a bloke and I was yeah. sitting there going, this is the best thing ever. I was going to oh, say, yeah. one of the greatest things I saw was when he was describing one of his favourite memories was <laughs> your try <laughs> and your fortune. <laughs> and just watching your reaction, I was like, oh, this is... He's just going to sit at home and just like replay that. Mate, well, I've, got a, I've got a son now so I can be like, son, I just would like you to have a look at a Queensland Australian great saying that one of his favourite memories is the beak flying down the wind. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of everyone's favourite memories. I can't remember what I was doing at the time, but I was trying really hard not to drink much piss, especially midweek. Yeah. And I remember sitting on the couch watching just before you started the interview and I was like, you know what, I'm going to have a beer and really enjoy this. I went and got a beer and just sat on the couch. Got home, my missus was like, how's your day? I was like, so weird, but like, I can't even begin Really to strange. I was like, yeah, I was in a room with <laughs> yeah. Darren Lockyer and it was like three people there. It wasn't like a crowd, like yeah, a normal crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nah, but it was awesome. And it was awesome of Lockyer. Like he, like an hour and a half or however long it was, he like never does those things. Um, so yeah, fuck, so sick, so hectic. He's um literally the goat. Um, that's something I actually wanted to talk about. Being we're obviously both Queenslanders. Yep. Cutsy sports a storm. I'm I'm a Broncos supporter, but um, Kempi, we just wanted to know how it feels to finally be sitting on a panel with fellow Queenslanders, yeah. as yeah. opposed to being in the heartland of Blues territory uh, with all these cockroaches Look, everywhere. I tell you what. You can feel the ticker at the table. Yeah, I like There's it. ticker at the table. That's it. That's all. I, that explains everything. There's ticker at the table, and this is one table. There's different a New table. South Welshman on a different table. Yeah. Coward's table, weak, soft, all that it kind of like stuff. It looks like a nice table, but it's chocked up. It's yeah, all wonky. Exactly. Like, it can fall over at any, any when, second. When a Queenslander is at the bar or at a table, there's ticker at the table. There That's is. all you need to say. We did assert our dominance as soon as we got here yesterday, actually. We went out to a pub last night, the Rex, I believe it is, and uh, while we were waiting for the Uber, a cockroach went across the footpath. <laughs> And I don't think I've reacted quicker yeah. in my lifetime. I think there might have been like prey. I didn't check the news, but was there an earthquake last night? <laughs> <laughs> the velocity that foot came down yeah. was out of control. But it felt good. I was like, we're here. Like we are here. We're in rival territory, and uh, it's great. It is it's, great to be. It here, stinks though. of fear. It, it does. does. <laughs> um, have you recovered from the grand final yet, mate? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good at like you know when it happens, it happens, and then you just go. It's done. I don't really uh, dwell on 
results or whatever in sport yeah. probably because i did it so much yeah and if you yeah. do you're just gonna you just, you're gonna go drive yourself crazy yeah and also what makes it easier for me to kind of swallow or a bitter pill to swallow but it's like look if you're gonna get beaten in the greatest grand final ever by yeah. a lot of people think mm. or the greatest performance ever by seven and that's yeah. that's not me saying that that's like andrew yeah. johns yeah. like all the goats Mate, I've, i bad clear out all the time and i'll say it like it he i've never seen anything like it that. was like, insane yeah so you sit there and you go okay like if you're gonna lose one Oh, I actually think this one is easier to lose, as in to cop, than the 2015 one. Because I thought the 2015 one, I didn't think the Cowboys actually played that well. I yeah. mean, the Broncos didn't either. But they didn't play that well. It was just incredible from Thurston and yeah. Michael Morgan, what they did. Whereas when you look at this, you go, Penrith Panthers completed at 97%. Yeah, yeah wild. Like that, that is actually, it's, a, it's easily the highest ever completion. Yeah. And also if you look back, Broncos with that score would have beaten 73% of the grand final yeah. teams. On top of that, that's not counting, like, um, counting the fact that the Panthers are the best defensive team maybe ever. So you would assume against most sides, Broncos would score more points. Yeah. Therefore, you would assume that that Broncos side probably beats Everyone else. Yeah, probably like eight out of ten sides. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not 2018 Roosters, maybe not 17 um, Storm. Maybe they do, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. look, it sucks for sure. It wasn't an unlucky victory. Like, they were just a better team on they the just, day. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. just made it work. Yeah, yeah we've, we've definitely been quite vocal about our uh, Nathan Cleary and big moments. And we were both sitting there just like... Fuck. We this look is like, like we've just like <laughs> Well, congratulations, mate. That's yeah, the greatest yeah. game. If you feel bad, imagine how bad I feel. I've been riding his dick for the last yeah, few years, going, yeah. he's the big game player. Yeah. You guys are all impatient. He's yeah. only 23 years yeah. old. So I give him all these raps for all these years, and then he turns around and fucks me with it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it counts most. Far yeah. out, bro. And then you've got everyone else giving you shit for it in all the shows. Yeah, like uh, Cleary's got your number up, but no, look, I, I'm actually you put aside the, you know, we see the loyalty to the Broncos and the fact you wanted to win, like to see Nathan Cleary do that, it's yeah. we got to get our, you know, Joey grand final moment. It's Cleary. And people don't like to hear that because he's a current player. But at the end of the day, we're witnessing greatness. And yeah. that was his grand final moment. Like yeah. we saw it, it happened. It's as it's as crazy as any grand final moment probably we've ever seen. Three Pete as well. Like it's a three Pete. Yeah. yeah, so it's just like we get to witness that. And yeah. that, we even said that before the game. We said, look, even if Broncos lose, we get to watch it three Pete and Nathan yeah. Cleary yeah. ascend into greatness. Yeah. And he's also twenty three, like twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. It was quite poetic. I was at actually the game with Denon. And um so it was just us two. And at the end of the game, like, how do you think? How do you think one will react when you lose a grand final like that? It was quite poetic that the full time siren went. He just got up, didn't say a word, and just walked out of the stadium. Yeah. I didn't hear from him until the next day, till we came oh, to the podcast. Dude, I have a very similar story. We, <laughs> some of our friends were moving down to Melbourne and sort of had a going away tied in with the grand final, so they probably had thirty ish people at their place. And same thing. Everyone was so up and about, like going mental. Yeah. And full time time went. I just went and found Mister. I was like, we got to go home. Like I don't want to be here <laughs> yeah. at all. I just went straight home. It was fine, Mackers. Plus, have, have you made up with um Carrigan yet? Nice. No, I think he still hates me. Oh. And honestly, that's the thing that's rattled me the most in my 28 years of life. <laughs> I've Why never does he hate you? I've never so seen Clutty Clutty rattle like, Obviously, like support the storm. And before the uh, Broncos Melbourne game, we were recording at the Caco. Go downstairs, and Capewell and Paddy were walking down the street. Have come in and had a chat. We're talking about the game and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, you'll probably be a bit off me on Friday. I'm going for the other team. He's like, I'll never have a beer with you at the Caco again. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was just like... We chatted to him for like 10 minutes after, and I kept looking over at Clutzy, and he was just like... 
<laughs> I didn't know what to do. No, like. that's, that's, I mean, that's why he's so hot on and off the field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just asserting dominance wherever um, he goes. Yeah, I was like, fuck, this is, uh, this is a real low point for me. <laughs> I actually don't know how to come back from it. But Especially in his presence. Like, you forget yeah. how big and broad he is. Like, he's a big boy. The uh, yeah. buttons on his shirt were working yeah. overtime. He's literally the modern-day Fabio. That's oh, all yeah, he is. 100%. Like, he's a modern-day Fabio. We were saying the other week, he needs to get, like, a head and shoulders sponsorship or yeah. something because yeah. he's got the luscious hair and then, I don't know, chest hair if they do shampoo for that as well like, <laughs> i just feel like he's oozing with it he's did, just the ultimate man did you see that photo of him in kangaroo's kit he had the, the singlet on he was mm. training and then he had the necklace popping out oh, and his yeah, just everywhere. Oh, it was yeah. beautiful. if they were going to do an aussie version of conan he'd be my he'd be my pick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but sure. it's full Auss, it's aussie culture related <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be hilarious so yeah good. so uh paddy carrigan if you're listening reach out Clutch, you want to have a beer with you at the Just cafe. want to have a single beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> it can lead to more if you want. <laughs> just entertain me. Just to like break the camel's back. Two minutes, it'll yeah. be lovely. Um, well, obviously down in Sydney this weekend, we wanted to ask you boys if you've ever had a bit of a stitch up with a flight because we had one yesterday on the yeah. way down. Mm. First of all, Brisbane Airport currently under construction, nothing open. It was horrible. It's um, like two cafes open down yeah. the Virgin end and it was just yeah. like, what are we going to do? Like... What about Virgin is just like, remember when that first came out, it was like so taboo, like, oh my God, calling a company Virgin. Virgin yeah. <laughs> now we just all cop it. It's yeah. just like normal. Yeah, yeah it's whatever. Like, a like you yeah. are a Virgin. Yeah. <laughs> I cop it all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was the, so we were- You're saving this. yourself for the right bloke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Maybe this weekend you'll get lucky. <laughs> oh, hopefully. Paddy Carrigan. Paddy Carrigan. Yeah, we're obviously sitting together and um, the air hostess was with this lady who was just losing the plot. Um, they'd booked her two eight-year-old girls yeah they all booked them in separate seats so they were spread out and they were nervous about where they're going to sit mm. and we were just like we don't care like take our seats we'll get split up mm. but i got wedged in between two people and my i was trying to work on the way down like edit some clips and stuff and like the person next to me there wasn't even enough room for an armrest to go down so i'm like cooped up in this thing blah, blah, and i look up T-Rex, i literally looked up and i could see the back of this hat a few rows in front of me i'm like oh that looks like one of our bbb hats it's like Marone, like that's the same class because I didn't see him get up and walk past me and get put in the front row. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? He's sitting there taking minutes of the flight, like sending me yeah. like updates of what's been that happening. That was my work yesterday, just giving updates on the flight and what was happening <laughs> at the time. But I almost got stitched up. Like there was a bloke that was a little bit taller than me and probably like twice as wide. And he looks over at me, he goes, there's no way we're sitting next to each other on this flight, bro. I was like, thank God. I'd say yeah, the air hostess got me up the front but like it was just crazy. like this lady i've never heard someone say my eight-year-old needs to sit with someone more like yeah. she was just full Freaking panicking out. and we were like even after we split up like, thank you so much we didn't want the girls yeah it's like yeah we get it like yeah. just let me do the t-rex and get my clips done like <laughs> but seriously can we put to bed airport or oh, plane etiquette yeah because yeah. like honestly i'm surprised there aren't more punch-ons because yeah. i want to punch on when it happens yeah. when we were at their baggage claim yesterday Oh yeah, I actually, I said that I was getting so annoyed. All these people kept pushing him past me and just like being incredibly rude, not saying anything. Mm. I was like, fuck it, mate. I'm just going to stand my ground. So mm. I just stood there, arms crossed and just had people trying to get past and like bumping into me, just eyes on the carousel, waiting. I was like, it's not hard to say, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, I, re I reckon like plain etiquette. Yeah. You're in the middle, you get both armrests. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It is that fucking simple. If yeah. you're on the edge, you get to lean into the wall. Yeah. If you're yeah. on the, the aisle, yeah, you get bumped a little bit by the, the cart. Yeah, but you can put your feet out there. You can if put you want. your feet, whatever yeah. you mm. want. Yeah. The people that don't know this are raised by Neanderthals. <laughs> 
It's that simple. Have you never been on a plane like, before? Honestly, yeah. the same people that don't follow plane etiquette are the same people that shit on the top of toilets for some reason <laughs> yeah. in public toilets. Urinal yeah. etiquette. We talk about urinal, urinal etiquette all the time. They stand next to you and there's free oh, urinals either yeah. side. Like, sometimes you go into a public toilet and it's not even a crazy one. out. Look, yeah. it's, it's some kind of junky public toilet or whatever. You're just like, look, crazy shit happens here. I respect it, baby. <laughs> but when I go into a relatively nice place and someone's done a kangaroo shit in the, yeah. in the back uh, of a fucking... Yeah. How I'm did like, that get there? Yeah, where where were you pissing, bro? And also, <laughs> why didn't you flush? Like, I don't get the idea of like not flushing. It takes two seconds, oh, no energy. Yeah. I don't understand it. They're the same people that just go roll into a plane they sit down on the edges there and they just put their elbows yeah. right like literally in your space the word and then you gotta go up, get up to go to the toilet and it's like you've murdered the whole oh family oh my like, god excuse me, mate. Yeah. what does my hand is is so they've taken my space but not, so i've got my elbows inside the <laughs> the rest yeah but they're still touching me <laughs> i'm like that's the one you shouldn't be able to touch each other yeah. no way Especially don't not touch inside me. the rest i'm like, inside the rest and you're still touching me look i don't have i'm not that big of a boy i, I don't have wide shoulders i've got snake shoulders and we're still touching <laughs> yeah. means that you're basically sucking me off <laughs> my high club yeah. Yeah. and then it, the next thing you get into is people just springing out of their seats as soon as the seatbelt oh, sign comes yeah. off and like we've all got to get out of the same exit mate like chill Oh, I hate the ones that they're like Usain Bolt down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. So so everyone knows that the etiquette is you let each roll, yeah. each row file out, each row file out. But the ones that get up real quickly, get in the aisle, but then it's just Usain Bolt down the aisle yeah. and beat everyone. And you're like, oh, mad. You won 30 seconds and you disrespected everyone on yeah, the plane. Yeah, and we'll yeah. see you at baggage claim waiting yeah. for a bag in 10 minutes. Torture. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, we were having a great chuckle about that yesterday. The bloke sitting next to me was just an annoying prick and he got up so was quickly. It, was it? <laughs> oh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we saw him at the baggage claim and just like had a little chuckle. It's like, what have you What have you won today, mate? You've done nothing. So. <laughs> Yeah, interesting flight. You nearly though. want a fucking knuckle sandwich. Or yeah, two, yeah right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> the person next to me kept glancing over while I was editing a clip and it was basically someone calling in our show, hosing Klutzy for wearing his uh, jocks in the shower. And I was like, <laughs> I really hope they're not reading the subtitles yeah. on this. <laughs> it could I, get very weird. When I was um, coming through uh, league, so obviously played soccer, came through 17, the, the second year or the first year, I used to shower in my jocks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just more of a minor, like, look, I'm not here to see dicks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I'm, I, if you are, that's fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. If you want a cock watch, I'm cool. It's yeah. all right. But I'm okay with just keeping the peace hidden. Yeah. It's not that impressive. You yeah. don't need to see it, not to be honest. To watch, yeah. To be honest, like, when it comes out, you're not going to be like, damn, I'm so glad that he took his undies <laughs> off. You're going to be like, that's a fucking normal penis. <laughs> anyway, so after a game, would have been either halfway through the first year or the second year. I think it was the first year. I'm just standing there, minding my business, you know, had a, probably had a decent game at that stage, was playing some good footy, just going, mate, life's good, footy's over, going to have some beer with the boys, go home, chill out. Before I knew it, two absolute huge human beings literally swung me across the showers and ripped my undies completely off <laughs> and said, never wear undies again, you fucking cat. <laughs> and we're talking like, one of them was Neville Costigan, so yeah. big, oh my Lord. big, big, big boy, and yeah. big, big, scary there's boy. There's no like eloquent way of getting your undies ripped off either. Like no. it's just no. pain and suffering. It's yeah. pain and suffering and, and you're almost in the fetal position yeah. in, the, in the corner of the shower going. Waiting for it to end, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that was my experience of getting the jocks off in there. <laughs> to be honest, I stayed true to myself. I wore jocks again. Yeah, <laughs> might as well. I just usually don't shower after the game. <laughs> we just get straight into the beers and yeah. then it's like 11 o'clock at the clubhouse and we're like, oh, shit. Like, it's a bit weird if you go shower now. Yeah, but, especially uh, if you have your undies on. Just, yeah. just on flights, I, I actually missed a flight once. Uh, because I was hungover, but the flight was at 4 p.m. <laughs> so it was, it's, I actually haven't told this story because it's like, I still get head, head noise about noise it because yeah. I got in so much trouble from work. So it was after State of Erosion um, 2019 game two in Perth. 
It was when Turbo scored a hat trick. Yeah. And it was one also, like everyone was happy and you get free, like when you're working for the staff, you get like free alcohol after yeah. the game, blah, blah. In the hotel, having a few beers, blah, blah. I'm in my hotel, like in the lift going up to bed and someone, I won't say who, from the team slash staff was like, where the, fu- where the fuck do you think you're going? I'm like, I'm going to bed. And they're like, no, 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 you're coming up with us. Yeah. Came up, everyone was up there. This is so embarrassing. I was so blind that I was sitting at the kitchen table with everyone literally vomiting and one of the staff the, the trainers was holding a bowl under me boyd corner was going you're a fucking disgrace get to the fucking bathroom anyway get to the get get home eventually uh, get to my room i'm wake up in my suit sweating and just yeah. full of throb oh. check out and i'm like all right the flight's at three or four whatever i'll um I'll just go nap by the pool. I can't, I can't like chill yeah. in the airport. So yeah. I'm just like chilling by the pool, waiting to the last available moment. Eventually get to the airport with one other person. Oh, sorry, two, uh, three other people. Emma Lawrence from, uh, she was at the time, I think she was at Fox. She was like, yeah, oh, I got booted off one of my flights. I have to get the red eye. And I was like, oh, sucked in, <laughs> sucked in. That sucks for you. And I'm like, my head Steve, noise at yeah. the moment. Like I'm, cause I vomited in the room. I'm yeah. like, Texting Freddie, so sorry. Like yeah. CEO's off me. Everyone's off me. I'm in yeah. so much shit. And then they're like, I get there, my hoodie's on, my sunnies are on. They're like, uh, sorry, you've you've actually missed your flight. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, the flight's in like half an hour. They're like, no, 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 we've closed. Oh no. The next flight, the next flight is in nine hours. The red eye. And it's a red eye to mi- red eye to Melbourne. <laughs> Oh. And then you have to go to Sydney. Oh. So I ended up getting home at about 7am and I didn't show my face at work for about three days. Yeah. I, and I, I got absolutely, yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. I, I never I never drank at a work event again yeah. after that. I had a similar story to that. Not No flights involved, but after Origin two years ago, ended up upstairs at the Caxton. And um, <laughs> it was when Ben Hunt took that intercept off the kick and yeah. after scored. And I text my manager at work. Just another huge Queensland moment. Yeah, just yeah. another one. Mate, Whatever. Thought, yeah. Um, but yeah, I text my manager after the game, being like, "Can you send me the link to annual leave?" And he was like, "Full permission to rip the lid off." Like he's a legend, didn't care. Mm. But I think he's still, you know, expecting me to show up to work on time. Just if doesn't matter what state I was in. And I rolled over and woke up in my bed. I was like, "Oh, that's weird. My alarm hasn't gone off. My phone was on my chest and dead." And it was like quarter to one in the afternoon. It was so <laughs> bad. Yeah, oh like God. same same thing. Like in our group chat, we were organising who was having lunch and smoke at what point, so we could go over to his house to check if he was alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I feel the head noise as well. So um, cool. Speaking of big Queensland moments, though, um, the shirt I'm currently wearing six more songs. Bit of folklore this year. Alfie Lang, obviously, on the table at the CACO, <clears throat> pleading with the Seckies to give us six more songs um, after the State of Origin game, game two, when Queensland won, Maddie. Sorry if you forgot about that. Well, well aware, Yeah, um, but <laughs> we had a chat on our show. It was a few months ago now. There's, I can't remember what it was, but on my calendar at home, there was like World Friendship Day or something. And yep. we were looking at all these silly holidays. as you know, national days for this mm. and that. And we, were, we put it to our listeners. We wanted to come up with... Uh, a, a public holiday that we can sort of petition for next year mm. and we thought that coming down here and you know collabing using your platform maybe we can join together and and push for world six more songs day <laughs> next year <laughs> and every year moving forward where we basically get a public holiday after game two of origin now it won't always work out when there's a decider but you know m- more often than not yeah. it's going to be a wednesday night origin's going to get decided beauty six more songs day we get the day off I like it. Yeah. I, I think like it'd be it. great because it just really encourages people to get into singing as well. Yeah. I love when there's people pissed singing. And look, music and dancing and yeah. grinding your body up against other people. That's been yeah. around for thousands of exactly. years. Exactly. We, we had a theory at the start of this season. 
there was a few photos of Paddy Carrigan and a few of the boys having a beer at the Caco before the season started. And we were saying, that's what the Broncos have been missing. Beers at the Caxton. Mm. It's the culture. They got it back. And look, they did pretty well this year. So Absolutely. We're, yeah, we're basically going to start the petition for next year. Yep. Um, and I think it should only go to whichever state wins. Because what I'm envisioning is Origin, Whistleblowers, Beauty B1, and we get the day off tomorrow. Yeah, mate, even as a Blues fan, like, that, that's the thing. That's the problem with New South Wales. I know you, you guys think there's a lot more problems with New South Wales, but I think this is the problem with New South Wales. We don't have a Caxton. Yeah. And yeah. even the most diehard blue fan like myself, when I saw those videos of, of Alfie yelling six more songs, even I was like, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah. Mate, I've, been, I've been in the Caxton for Origins plenty of times. There's, there's absolutely nothing like it. I actually... I'd, I'd before having it for you guys. I actually don't know if you could do it for us. I don't know. Yeah, where, right. I, don't, I don't know where you do it. Yeah, right. Mm. So you think that they, they wouldn't the uptake down here just wouldn't wouldn't pull through, yeah, mate? It's just, just there's just, just a little bit. There's a little bit. There's it. a little bit missing down here. There's yeah. just a little bit missing. You, a you said it. You said it. <laughs> Look, it's a different vibe. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> different vibe. Yeah. Mate, there's not, there's not, as you as you know, there's nothing like there's nothing like the Caxton during yeah, Magic Round. Magic Round with a caco. Oh, oh, mate, is like. A bloke's heaven and a Sheila's yeah. heaven. Yeah, it is. If you love rugby league, a bit of rugby league, and you just love beers and footy, yeah, it is heaven. We were talking to the boys from the Cast Patrol yesterday, and they were up there two years ago, but not this year. And they were saying that like that we'll never miss another one again. Yeah, because like who, who else did that recently? Come up with this? There hadn't been a Caxton before. Guru, Guru, yeah, Guru, yeah. Guru, Guru and Timmy. Yeah, and, and Timmy. These, these are like staunchest New South Wales yeah. you can ever, and they're like, I kind of get it. Yeah, well, yeah. I was in the Uber with Guru on the way, and we we're like. Do we, admit, do we admit how much fun we're having here? Yeah. Like, are we going to admit this? It, yeah. Caxton is far and away, not even close, my favourite pub in the world. There you go. Yeah, there we go. There people say, people think that world. we just talk shit, but it is the greatest pub in the world. Well, I mean, think of the ghosts and spirits that just roll around oh, there. Man. Oh, man. We always of, talk about it. If you could say, like, if the walls could talk. You like, know what? You should so create a poem called The Ghosts of Mad Monday's Past. <laughs> yeah. And it's just poems about all the scat shit that's happened yeah, in there. Yeah, chat GPT if you're listening. Get to it. What about Timmy still filthy? that he, the only one hour that he was missing from Magic Round this year, he went to do an SC playbook thing, was the hour that Matty Johns, Johns came up, we'll run a shave with him. Yeah, He's still was, filthy about that it. That was wild. That was, um, the whole weekend was, we were talking about this yesterday yeah. as well. We're a bit concerned about next year because two years ago was awesome. Mm. This year was bigger and we're like, what's going to happen? How do you go bigger? Yeah. I've said it. We would have set up a, a big brother style in the room and put like Upstairs. bunk beds and shit in there and, and just live in the Caxton it. for the entire yeah. Magic Round weekend. Could you imagine? Oh, It'd be so We didn't fun. even go to any of the games last year. Everyone kept saying, what games are you going to? We didn't even have tickets that's, to any of them. We were yeah, just that's, that's the crazy it. thing yeah. is you can go to Magic Round and just go sit in the Caxton Street. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And have the sickest time ever. The Caco's got the big... Like big screen in the yeah. car park now, so there's no reason to leave. Yeah. I did my hours. Like I did a, a big working week. It was like 42 hour working week, Monday to Friday. It's a big one. And then uh, Jesus Christ. And then, uh, <laughs> this generation's fucking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 42 then, hours is standard, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. Well, like actual working time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actual working time. Yeah, not Tuesday beers. We're not going to talk about the driving. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I worked out. From 3 p.m. Friday till 8 p.m. Sunday, I think I was at the Caco for about 48 hours. Oh, yeah. Mate, you're seeing you great. the next day oh. on Saturday, you look like Casper the unfriendly <laughs> yeah. ghost. Yeah, that, was, that was two years ago, wasn't yeah, it? That was. Casper the unfriendly that ghost. That was the roughest day of my life. That Fun fact, I was having a nap on the couch upstairs 
and woke up and had a missed call from my girlfriend's dad. I was like, that's really weird. Why is he calling me? And then- Just to remind you how much of a loser you are. Yeah, no, you yeah. don't deserve his daughter. <laughs> yeah, well, she had a car crash and, oh. me oh. and I'm passed out on the oh couch my. at the Caxton. It was oh no good. God. I was like, I think I better go And home, like, what about the, yeah, the timing of that? It's like, you're not a low life, but if you were just oh. to take that bit out. I know. I got in a car crash and my boyfriend was yeah. fucking passed out yeah. at the Caxton <laughs> thing. Okay, then, like, uh, he's yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. And then th this year it happened that the Friday of Magic Round was her birthday oh. and we had to do some stuff for Domino's. So went into Caxton Street on Friday, had a beer, did the Domino's thing, then went out to dinner with her and then I was like, I'll see you Monday and just ventured off into so the So I had night. to replace Darcy with someone, so I replaced him with my dad this year. <laughs> and dad just kept rocking up stairs of the caco every night at the end of Magic Round and just like, him and Maddie were having a massive yarn about the Rabbitohs. Yeah, we'll talk, I was talking to Dad about oh. for ages. Oh <laughs> it's um, it's insane how, and I'm sure you boys still feel it, but sometimes the further away you get from like, you know, getting to do what we do, you stop appreciating like yeah, 100%. how insane it is that, yeah. I mean, when I was 18, if a club let me into the fucking oh. DJ booth, I would be like, I'm fucking the king of the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm the king of the world. Like, <laughs> yeah. back, like VIP backstage this yeah. is fucking crazy. And like the, the fact that we get to go like up into the, the top room there and like hang out with yeah. players and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it is mind, like so lucky. Yeah, so it's, lucky. It's incredible. It's ridiculous. Like, our, our biggest one this year was probably Origin game two going up there. Mm. And like, as we go up, Cherry Evans is on the stairs and Darcy's like, I could shove my tongue down your throat. And he's just like, get yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, we got to go in and see the boys and we, we took a moment. We just like stood in the corner and we were like, this is actually fucked. Yeah. This is so sick. Cause like, like you, so they're the players now, but when you're growing up, you look at those players like that are older that are playing yeah. as gods. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's, what you don't realise is it's like you being in the room with like Lockie, yeah, Smith, exactly. yeah. like all the yeah. goats or whatever, yeah. or it's like me being in the room with like Joey after he yeah. just won 2005. Yeah. That's what being in the room with like Paddy, DCE, yeah. Munster yeah. is. I, mental. We, it was insane. Alf, this, after Origin this year, game two, Alf started singing the team song and everyone was just going mental. Mm. <clears throat> all the boys are there and Harry Grant, got down on all fours and pointed to this bloke and was like, get on my back. And this bloke was riding Harry like a bull and he, he bucked him off. And then Harry looks at me, square in the eyes, just goes, get on my back. And I was like, yep. So then I've got Patty, uh, I've got <laughs> Harry Grant by the collar, just getting bucked around the Caxton. And I forgot about it. And the next morning I woke up and I got a message from him going, remember how you rode Harry Grant like a bull last night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is yeah, so, so good. good. So yeah, Magic Round 24, stay yeah. tuned. We're gonna have to do something crazy. Yeah, I, I really want to live at the Caxton. That's yeah. just my goal. We pretty much well, did anyway. Just well, cut out the bedtime. They've, yeah. they've got the bubble um, yeah. in the yeah. car park yeah. with the boys. Yeah, Caxton um, Cage, yeah. We can it, set that up. The surely. bubble is so funny because it's just a bunch of sweaty men looking yeah. at other men going, yeah, you fucking mate. Can't yeah. it. Just, it's honestly, it reminds me of like, uh, like monkeys 2,000 years ago just yeah. like throwing poo at each other. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, he's fucking sick. But it's like, they're just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, watching the races. Watching the races and, yeah. and there's just all men around them getting their fucking cogs out, yeah, fucking yeah. just doing weird shit. Yeah. It's just like, man, blokes are just fucking weird. I know, we yeah. are degenerates. Deep down, blokes like, are degenerates. As you oh, said yeah. before, if you took a snapshot of that weekend, yeah, we'd just, all be oh, probably in prison. Like, I can understand why women are like, you guys are disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you know what? You kind of got a point. Yeah, yeah 100%. Got a point.
Um, love you too. <laughs> but you love this filthy animal, don't you? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, have a shower first. <laughs> um, going back to Guru and stuff and their experience at Magic Round, how's it been, mate? Um, bringing all the guys in into sort of the bloke hemisphere, I guess, and um, building that out. Because, yeah, like when we had you on the show last, I don't think they were really doing anything with you. So no, it's been cool no. to see um, the sort of yeah. evolution of bloke. Yeah, no, it's been awesome bringing the boys on and, you know, doing the show with them and that. Uh, yeah, it's just – it's cool to see that – like, obviously, they get an opportunity by being on bloke, but the reason why they were given an opportunity is because – like, because the short-term option is to go, all right, I'm going to go get an ex-NRL player. They've got a profile. It's very easy to do that, you know, yeah. especially with bloke being as big as it is. But my – uh, I guess goal is okay the long term yeah the build's going to be slower and their profile will take longer to build up but at the end of the day they have the best rugby league knowledge probably in the country these guys I mean arguably you know mm. they've got deep knowledge they watch every game so yes in the short term it's it doesn't it's not as big as say getting you know a big sex big ex NRL player big on sexy NRL. big sexy NRL player I mean <laughs> hey the roof's pretty sexy <laughs> but in the long term once their profile does grow to a point where you know they are known and people understand they got the runs on the board you know year on year they you know good chat good calls in the long run you're getting this show that genuinely is unrivaled so you know sometimes you look at some shows with ex NRL players and not all of them not all of them but sometimes you watch it and you're like mate you don't watch every footy game like yeah. you mm. I'd be <clears throat> I'd be I honestly reckon there's and it's it's okay not to watch every NRL yeah, game yeah, yeah. like there's nothing wrong with that um, but I'd, I'd say most panels on most shows, they don't watch most of the rugby league. Whereas when you watch our show, you know that each one of us watches every single game. And not only yeah. watches the game, but like that some of the stuff that the boys pull out, you're just like, they've obviously like they know paid the more attention than I have watching the yeah. game. Yeah, and yeah. so that was always the hope is like, is they know rugby league, they watch every game, they've got a deep insight. And so, yeah, the, e the easy solution, X NRL player, you sit them up on that thing and we've got all these NRL players and how good's that? But... Mm you're actually not getting as good quality content then. And probably people can replicate that a bit more as well. Mm. Like if they were to bring an X player in on their show, whereas yep. you guys have really built it from the ground up yeah. and there's nothing like it like that I know of. Well, well you're not going to get the insight. For me, yeah. I, like I've got the best set in the house, right? Yeah. I'm watching these three do what they do. Yeah. And for me, I think Timmy and Guru compliment what Den does and says perfectly. Yeah. Because you've got Den and the ex-NRL player who's obviously built bloke from Sexy. the ground. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Sexy NRL player. Well. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got Guru who... In my opinion, no one likes rugby league more than yeah, Guru. Yeah. Yeah. Like the bloke, seriously, at the start of preseason, watches every trial game, but then will go down to Mascot Oval and watch SG Ball, and then will go to Henson yeah, Park yeah. and watch some other shit. And then, then you got Timmy, who's like extremely analytical, former journalist, heavy on super coach. So all three of them are extremely different, yeah. but they work together so well. Yeah. And I guess that's how you get three people to seemingly talk for four hours yeah. mm. and it kind of goes like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's never a and, dull moment. And also they deserve it. Like yeah. they're, they're yeah. good at what they do. They're both really loyal. They turn up to work, they get the job done. And so I like to reward people that put in the, the hard work. And something that I always promised is like to myself anyway, is that I will always try to give opportunities that people deserve it because no one gave me a shot. Like yeah. no one fucking helped mm. me. Like yeah. I, I remember going into the networks I, I couldn't even get an email back from most networks, but I remember even going into the networks, funnily enough. So years and years ago, had the bar and the bar was just like, long story short, I took over and it owed all this money. So like mm. absolute head noise central, but I only took over because 
my brother was part owner of it and I wanted to help my brother out. So it was yep. always like, mate, I'm not going to let my brother have to go through this. Yeah. So I've got this massive head noise. This, this bar owes hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I honestly, I would have gone and worked at a network for $50,000 a year and I would have given them everything, I've, all my ideas, everything. So anyway, somehow I got in touch with um, KO. And, and this is like... This is no knock on the people that did it. I understand it. They may not get it or whatever. Anyway, so he was like, yep. Um, he's like, yeah, sweet. We'd love to chat because I had the locker room at that stage interviewing the players. Anyway, so I was living on the Gold Coast at the time and had no money. I was living at my parents' house who was living at their parents' house. And it was getting to the stage where the money – so my mum was living off the rent money that they were getting from renting – our family home yeah. out to someone else. Mm. Yeah. And so that was a, that's all, cause like we didn't grow up with any money. Yeah. yeah. And then they were living for free in their parents' house yeah. because their parents obviously passed away. So that was the only way it was working for us as yeah. a family. But it was getting to a point where I wasn't making any money so I couldn't pay the rent to give to my mum. So the whole family's feeling the pain of this bar because yeah. my mum has no money, my yeah. dad, you know, so yeah. it's it, all the pressure. And then, you know, so many other things I could talk about eventually, but Anyway, so I had no money, so I booked a flight, flew all the way down to Sydney. Didn't obviously tell them that I was flying down because, like, you don't want to seem desperate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so I flew all the way down to Sydney. I walked in, we sat down and started talking, and I just laid out, like, every idea I had. Like, all the ideas that you see now, all laid out. Anyway, he sat there for, like, 10 minutes, just, like, nodding or whatever. And he was like, oh, listen, we were only um, just here to talk about, like, the podcast that you've got, and we were just wondering if you'd like to put it on KO. And I was like, well... What do you mean? He's like, yeah, put on KO for free and it's that's exposure. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> anyway, so, and I was like, oh, okay, sweet. So at that point, I would have gone and worked for Fox or yeah. Nine or whatever for 50 grand a year. Yeah. But they were just like, no, we just want to, you can put your podcast on KO for free and it gives exposure. At this stage, KO was tiny. Yeah. And yeah. this is this is not a knock on KO. I get it. Like yeah, they're just trying was, to create yeah. content. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, the next time I went in that building was only four or five weeks ago, maybe a bit longer, and it was to be on the Maddie John show yeah. as a guest. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And that's when I was like, wow, that's cr-. I walked in here desperate with yeah. nothing. And, you know, they just wanted to put the locker room on for free, which is understandable, but they didn't want to hear anything about all the other ideas, yeah. all the other opportunities. And then the next time I went into that building was, you know, to sit next to Maddie John's and be on his show. Off the back of all the ideas that you've had and yeah, executing so all those ideas. Just crazy to think like that. But yeah. Um, and so with with that journey, like I was like, you know what? I'm I want to give people opportunities and I want to do it in a way where there's no like, oh, if you come on bloke, I own X percent of this. Yeah. So you've got to yeah. sign this contract and you know, the other boys that have come on, obviously Hello Sport, they've exploded. Yeah. And this is not to say I am the reason that they've exploded. The Guru, Timmy, Hello Sport, they're all talented. That's yeah. why people engage yeah. with them. But they were just given an opportunity. It, with them as well, there's no like, oh, you can come on the show, but I need this, this and this. Yeah. And so, you know, some people would say that's stupid because you're almost setting yourself up to, you know, if there's no contracts involved yeah. or whatever, yeah. Yeah. they can fuck you. Which is, but it's not about that because I always believe that if you do a favor expecting something in return, it's not a favor. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and so I just want to, as I said, I, I just want to, pro- I promised myself that I would love to give people opportunities that I never got. And if they, you know, stick with bloke, awesome. Love that. And, you know, I assume they will because it's such a good setup that we've got. If they don't, fuck, that's just yeah. sweet. That's it Whatever is, yeah. they, mm. spread your wings, fly. Yeah. Enjoy life. Like, that's it. good on you. Still going to be a massive part of their identity or whatever, like. Yeah, yeah, and even if it's part. not, you know yeah. what? As I said, like they didn't. 
if I can stop someone else from feeling the like, fuck, man, like someone just, I just wish someone would give me a crack. Yeah. Yeah. If I can stop them having to feel that, then that's a win for me. Yeah, 100%. Um, how was it? Like, you obviously just touched on it there, but we were talking before about how you almost get desensitized to, you know, having a beer with the players and things like yeah. that. What was it like walking back into KO to go on the Matty John show? Was that when you were a bit like, holy shit, this is like. Yeah, I'll, it's for sure, like for sure. But because I got the radio show with Maddie each Friday, yep. um, I still like pinch myself. Funnily enough, it's like, I, and we, me and Guru had this chat and he wasn't being bad at all, but Guru goes, oh mate, um, friggin', I think he said my Mrs. Dad called me. He's like, oh, Maddie Johns, you were just mentioned on with Maddie Johns. Like I mentioned Guru to Maddie yeah, Johns on the yeah. radio show. And Guru was like, oh, okay, sweet. Like, yeah, cool. Yeah. I was like, Guru, you do realize four or five years ago, yeah. if Maddie Johns was in the same room and you got mentioned, you'd be flipping <laughs> tables. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like, you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, just even like Cam Smith and that, doing like shows yeah. with them, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like I deserve it. It doesn't yeah. feel like I deserve to be in the room with these guys that achieved so much as they achieved, but I just, it doesn't feel like work. I just feel lucky, just yeah. super lucky. Yeah, for sure. I think definitely like you're paving the way, especially everyone you just mentioned, but for blokes like us as well. And it's refreshing to hear you talk about, you know, doing stuff and collaborating like that. It's something that we definitely want to get into up yeah. in Brizzy. Um, so it's just good to hear that like, mm. you know, uh, it's- Well, you, the thing is, is that, and look, get a bit philosophical here. <laughs> That's what we're Have here Have you for. seen the um, movie Parasite? No. no, no, it's a foreign film, so it's a bit fucking. I've heard of Parasite? <laughs> yeah. Though, yeah. yeah, it won heaps of awards. It won yeah. heaps of awards. Anyway, so have you spoken about it on a show before? So oh, yeah, I've I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, what it is, and look, I'm not saying there's some huge conspiracy because I'm, I'm not a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. But basically, what the movie's about is that the rich or the privileged or whatever make the poor fight against each other yeah. and distract each other from if they were working together they would fucking be able to take over the rich. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's an extreme example. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is a situation with <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with podcasting, it's like we're stronger together. Like yeah. the mm. other podcasters are not the enemy. Yeah. They are an ally and you can build off each other. Yeah. So this idea like if if you're the established media, you want podcasters hating each other. Yeah. Because like they're just fucking fighting each other. Yeah. We don't have yeah. to worry about anything. Fighting over the, the yeah. total number of streams they get. Like, exactly. Yeah. Instead of going, oh shit, all these podcasters are working together to build up. Yeah. Them joint together, starting to hurt rival our numbers. Yeah. Because they're together. Whereas individually, they're just isolated. Yeah. Taking pot shots at each other, saying my fans can't be your fans. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's an old metaphor. I forgot what movie it is, but it's a, I think it's, is it War of the Worlds with the Planet of the Apes? When he's like stronger together and he has this like twig and he breaks one twig, but then he puts a bunch of twigs together and he goes, I, I can't yeah. break it. I like that. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I see it anyway. Yeah. No, it is, we say it all the time. Like it's ridiculous how everyone is so lovely in this because mm. every other industry you go into, it's just like everyone hates each other. Yeah. I wonder, it's, <laughs> it's like anything. Like when the internet first came out, it was just a, it was like-minded people on the internet then yep. obviously it goes mainstream and you just get everyone in it and so i wonder with podcasting there's a lot of like-minded people at yep. this stage of podcasting yep. i wonder in 20 30 years like the thing the, the the problem is is that in 20 30 years it will just be mainstream yeah and the problem is is that the established media which i understand you yep. if you're hot you're defending your territory they'll just start buying podcasts yep. and they'll just own it. Yep. it's just a way of the world yeah um and you can't knock it you know if you were to get bored out or whoever yeah exactly how can you knock them when you're like mate they're, they're trying to support their family like yeah. this is why a lot of people it. put 
years and years of blood, sweat and tears into something to yeah. like make it work. Yeah. And look, and everyone has a decision to make. Like so people have way higher prices that they're willing. Some yeah. people have no price and they go, you know what? I just love what I do. I'm not going to even bother. Mm. Um, so yeah, eventually it'll just, the big media conglomerates will just go, okay, these podcasts are making way too much noise now. Here's a fucking stupid amount of money. Yeah. Because it's not even about compete. Sometimes it's not even about competing. It's just about market share. Like the worry that like, for example, if, if a big company comes and buys a big podcast and shuts that podcast down, that sounds like stupid, but it's like, that podcast could be stealing ad revenue from so let's say yeah. in the next 10 years x podcast was going to steal 100 million dollars revenue ad revenue that could have gone to fox fox yeah and that and fox could buy that podcast for 20 to 30 million dollars yeah and then just imagine it shut it down now yeah. it'd be stupid to shut it down because they could make money over it. but if it did yeah. people would say oh that's stupid you just lost 20 million dollars no actually you just gained yourself 80 million dollars over the yeah. next 10 years yeah um so yeah and like i'm not uh, like I've always been, uh, sometimes I get lumped in with, you know, other kind of people in the industry have been like fully anti-mainstream media. I'm, like I'm not like, yes, like mainstream media can be fucking etch as where you're going, what the hell? Yeah. But yeah. like they're just human beings too. Most yeah. of the people working there are just people too, yeah. trying to make a living. Now, as I said, there's obviously certain, like in any industry, there's going to be specific people that fucking carry on where you're just like, mate, Take pull your head in. Bit in yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never been like, oh, everyone in like all journalists are yeah. bad. It's like, come on, bro. Like they're not, yeah. they're yeah. really not. And they're trying to do a job as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, going back to sort of the bloke hemisphere and everyone involved, did you always see the path? Like were you always building towards something like that? Or was it something that happened organically where getting Tom and Eddie in and uh, Guru and Timmy and stuff, like did you always envision having a big team with all these mm. different shows or was it just something that sort of No, I always wanted to do it. And, and to be clear, like they're like, they've got, they've all got their own things. Yeah. Like all of their own podcasts yeah. have nothing to do with blokes. Yeah. Um, and I've wanted it that way because that's, yeah. they want their own things. But when they obviously come and show on that, they're part of bloke. Um, yeah, you know, I definitely did envision it. I remember I uh, would have been like, so I think I would have still been, this would be about seven years ago, maybe. Um, so a guy set up a meeting with another guy that was in the media, like, I don't know how high up, but high up enough to give advice. Yeah. And so it was kind of like an advice meeting with this guy that's been in the industry forever. And I remember I said to him, and this is no GST and like, you know, you hear these stories all the time, but I remember I said to him, he's like, oh, what do you want to do? And I said, I, I want to be like the online version of Fox Sports or, yep. or Nine. Mm. He literally laughed in my face and was like, that will never happen. And I was like, damn. Um, <laughs> and so that has always been the, the goal is like eventually I would love to be your one-stop shop for rugby yep. league. Yeah. And then, you know, spread out into other sports, boxing, MMA. Um, yeah, just be an online network, sports network really that creates good, like relatively cheap, good quality content. Um, and also like <clears throat> the content is quality though. Like yep. it's not yep. just a bunch of ex-NRL players or current NRL players. Don't get me wrong. Plenty, you can have the NRL players on or whatever, but they're not just getting hired because they have a hu an incredible career. Yeah, uh, It's more, what, how good are they at what they do in the content game if they are have an incredible career? Like for example, Kansas is a really good example. He has an incredible career, but he's actually really good on the microphone. Yep. Like yep. he's really, like Billy Slater, another yep. example. Incredible career, really, really good in front of the mic. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, the idea is, is like, can, because, like that deep form content 
and and there'll be like Billy Slater's got a podcast now, which Smith has a radio show, which is essentially a podcast. But eventually, like, can we create a like bloke be synonymous with if you're a diehard in this sport, you get unrivaled. Like I, I'm trying to think, and maybe there is other sports around the world, but mate, I reckon our especially our Monday review show rivals any show in the world in regards to depth of like insight into a sport. Yeah. Yep. Like I don't think there'd be any other sport, any other podcast in the world. There might be as d- in depth, but like, I mean, we fucking do whole squad reviews. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I just don't know if anyone would do that. Probably because like, like NFL, there's so many games, but that, that's the hope eventually. That's the hope. So what's next? What are you, what are you, can you reveal anything you're working on? No, I cannot, sir. <laughs> no, I cannot. Um, no exclusives. I'm looking for a clickbait. No, 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 no clickbait, sir. Yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely got some cool things coming up. Um, I think that, okay, I mean, with our merch, we're going to yep. obviously we'll continue to do our merch, but we're just going to, we're going to keep doing exactly what we're doing with merch, but we're going to start releasing some nicer stuff that's yep. bloke. Yeah, so cool. kind of shirts that like, even this is a little bit nicer than the shirts we do, but even different to that, like shirts that you can wear to the, you know what? I'll get it. Blur it so no one can see it, but oh. where is it? Oh, the summer oh. shirt? Okay, I'll show you behind the camera. Yeah, <laughs> yeah show me behind the camera. So, and like, this is just a very small example. It's not yeah. like fucking, but just shirts that are a little bit nicer. Cause what I want, I, I kind of feel with blokes, the reason why we don't wear nice shirts is like the ritzy carry on places. Nice. Um, yeah. No, yeah, we, know exactly like, we feel yeah. weird in them. Yeah. So if you walk in, if we like blokes like us, like there are some yeah. blokes that are quite fashionable. There are some blokes that are quite fashionable, but if we walk into like a, f- a cool, yeah, like cool's like the worst word. Bar or a hit, we yeah. feel weird. Yeah. But we also, and no disrespect to Lowe's, it's a bloody Australian icon, but like Lowe's also, it's like, oh, I can't wear a Lowe's shirt out. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of want to be, I would love to be in a position where it's easy. So people know, oh, I just go to Bloke, I'll get a nice shirt yeah. and wear it out. It doesn't make blokes feel uncomfortable, but at the same time, it's it's not like cheap as anything as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what we'll hope to do with the merch. We'll still do the jerseys, we'll still do everything like that, but we'll just, every now and then, it'll be really small exclusive drops of just like really cool shirts that you can, you know, doesn't always have to have the big bloke across it or yeah. whatever yeah. kind of yeah. thing. So that's that's the merchandise side of things. But yeah, we've got some other other things coming too that will be pretty exciting. Yeah. Love that. It is super exciting. I yeah. think the coolest thing from, and speaking on behalf of us, but an outside perspective with what you guys have done down here is like, it, and I still feel like podcasting in general is still pretty um, sort of young in Australia, I guess, mm. but no one's ever really done what you've done with building the network and the shows you have. So it's always exciting to see like what you're cooking up next. And yeah. Every time something new drops, it's like, fuck, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We pay very close attention. Yeah. <laughs> we are actually talking to the cast patrol boys last night and, um, one of our shows, our Monday shows, literally just all people calling in. They're like, oh, what, how'd you come up with that idea? And I was like, to be honest, we just really like Tom and Eddie's show and we stole yeah. it off them. And I was like, that's <laughs> pretty much what we do. Like there's plenty of people, not only in like, the, you know, the Australian space, but making content everywhere. Mm. And it's like, you see something that's engaging to you and you're like, how can we put our own spin on it? So yeah, um, yeah it's been awesome to sit back and sort of watch what you guys have built. And also here. like with podcasts, like this this is just radio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so like people have been calling into radio. Yeah. People have been talking rugby league on radio since friggin' radio was invented. Yeah. yeah. Like, so and it's now like, all the radio stations are just recording their shows and putting them out as a yeah, podcast. Yeah. Anyway. So like, yeah. I, yeah, for sure. Like I was one of the first ones to do podcasting. Yeah. But like, I didn't fucking reinvent the wheel. Like yeah. it's mm. a dude on a mic talking about rugby league. That's <laughs> yeah. a radio show. Yeah. It's Essentially just, you could just listen to it whenever you want. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's has a little bit less ads. Like, yeah. 
So yeah, I think like the key with that of like, you know, using other people's content or ideas or whatever, is like, I always say, I, there's no issue. As long as you like always tell people like they were the inspiration. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that frustrates me is when you, you come up with a cool idea and like people pretend like it was their idea or yeah. they, you know, it's like, mate, just say you got it from here, here. Yeah. And like they inspired mm. you and whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah and like as i said like people are like oh man podcasting like you got into that so early i'm like yeah but like bro i was just listening to joe rogan yeah and, and i thought yeah. i could do this too yeah um and also i was like this is just radio without all the the other stuff no music. Bells and whistle. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly um so yeah no it's exciting times and it's just getting started just getting started yeah, yeah that's the exciting part Fucking earth. <laughs> <laughs> we were saying to the Castle Patrol boys last night, like, how do you how do you guys run out like not run out of things to talk about? It's like, mate, we literally go to the Caxton Hotel twice a week, have a beer, and sit down. Like, if the mics weren't there, we'd still be doing the yeah, exact yeah, same. Exactly. Absolutely. And that's I think that's the the cool thing about podcasting is that like they people listening are just going, Well, this is what I'll be talking about probably to yeah. my mates around a table or whatever. Yeah. So what about you boys? What are the plans for you? Any exclusives? Can I exclusive you on your own exclusive? No, I don't know if we've got any exclusives. Well, we, we can announce the road trip we're doing on Monday. Yeah, we're um, road tripping down to Melbourne for the Melbourne Cup, basically getting people to run our lives. Yeah, for we're the putting day up Instagram polls and letting people decide uh, which like route we take. Basically, like, first one's going to be pick our car, like we'll do a Suzuki Swift and a Tarago. They can choose our accommodation. Um, yeah. So it's going to be like, I'm actually dreading it, to be honest. Like, we're, I just know we're going to get stitched up the whole way. Yeah. Oh, no oh. one's going to be nice to you. No, yeah, exactly no not. I, I sent through a bit of a rough plan to the bloke who's, we're running it through, and he was just like, I hope you know you're just signing your up, yourself up for yeah. torture. Torture. For pain. Um, but but yeah, other than that, we'll probably just not back any winners at the Melbourne Cup. But yeah. um, nah, we're really going to jump in head first the next little while and just really focus on smashing out the content mm. um and just more and better of everything we've been doing um well the the country tour we did was so freaking fun oh, yeah. probably the highlight of my year yeah honestly yeah go, so going cool. yeah, yeah going around the country to, to different towns and can i say something controversial yeah. it's not controversial because everyone probably fucking agrees country people are nicer yeah, yeah. oh 100 percent. they just yeah. there's a reason why they waved to you on the way past yeah, Mate, two fingers to just so yeah. nice. seriously like the amount of again yeah. i got yeah yeah, yeah. You know what I love about the how you're going is like, you can just be like, yeah. yeah. And you know what I said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If Good. I nod my head and yeah. make that noise, yeah. you know I've just asked, Sometimes how even are you just going? an eyebrow. Like yeah. yeah, or even <laughs> just, <laughs> that's how you go. How's Denon? He's really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I would. Well. I wanted. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to do like a skit where it's like blokes trying to how like out how you going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so for example, yeah, how are you, mate? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how are you? And then it just progressively gets more where they're like fully like, here you go. <laughs> just like keep screaming at each other. Yeah. Like Because the, the head nod's always the, yeah. like that. Yeah. That is so good. And then the other one, I'll, I would love to do a skit um, out like leg position each other. So when you rock up and you speak to someone and you know, you like put your foot up. Yeah, you go, mate. Yeah. And then the next shot is like, yeah, you go. Yeah. And then like, the next shot is like, they're trying to alpha each other in the fucking party. Mate, we dead said had a teacher at school, Mr. Callanan, yeah. old fella. When he wanted to get a point across in English class, he'd go up the front, lift yeah. his fucking shorts up Boom. and just bang. Desk, yeah. 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 Like, all right, he is here to yeah. just dominate the it's, room. It's do yeah. you, do you put your leg up past fucking a metre, yeah. Yeah. you've dominated the room. Pretty yeah. weird looking back on it, thinking about that. Yeah, it is weird. But <laughs> There's a lot of things in school that are weird. Yeah. How, so you went to school together? That's yeah. how you know each other? We, yeah, we, we went to school together from year eight, eight I think. Yeah, which is yeah, 2008. Oh, here's so. an exclusive. Yeah. What's the biggest argument you've ever had that nearly broke the friendship? 
Oh, oh. I don't think we've had one. He blew up at me. He, Ever. Oh, oh, this is probably the funniest this one. This is we've, the funniest yeah. one. So you know how if you post some... Oh, we posted something on TikTok, got a bit of a shadow ban and dark we, we work. Got a, we had content. We, I can't remember what it was. Something Bro, you know what it down. was? was two years ago, I wore my budgies and I made That's a statement right. yeah. at the end of 2021 that... I could run 30Ks an hour. Because no, you know why? Because they had the Telstra tracker on Josh Papali and he broke 30Ks and Clutch. He's like, I could do that. And I was like, there's no way you can run as fast as my, Josh My Papali. metric was if the Fox is 36 point whatever and um, Josh can go like 31 or something like that. I was like, surely I can bust out 30. He's like, he's a seasoned professional athlete. I was like, yeah, well, I'm me. So we're up the coast uh, at Mooloola Bar, chucked on the budgies, and my mate put his car in cruise control at 30Ks an hour. <laughs> Very he's, scientific. He's filming me, and we put it up as a TikTok. It got done for sexual content. Yeah. Um, just me and my Nudity. budgies. There's nothing yeah. sexual yeah. about it. So I was, like, filming out the passenger side window, expecting us to just fly past Clutch, and you can just see him getting further and further away. And, yeah, so, so we got – that got taken down, but then we got – banned from posting for like a week or something. What? And at the time I was like, fuck, like, you know, we were trying, we were posting every day. Yeah. And I was like, this is so annoying. And then the first day we got back, we posted we, a We clip. did something and it was something about milk. And I said something about, oh yeah, like milk disagrees with my stomach a bit. And some guy was just going in on me on the comments being mm. like, you're a pussy for not being able to drink milk, all this sort of shit. And I responded with a video. I grabbed a, a pint glass of milk and sculled it. And I was like, your move, cunt. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Got taken down with Ben again. And I was like, dude, yeah. fuck. Like, yeah, and he, he proper blew up at me. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> really? But, so that's the biggest blow you've yeah, had. Yeah, we're, really? no. we're pretty good. Like, I'm really good at pushing people's buttons, but he knows that I push people's buttons. So yeah. he never has the buttons pushed. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah. And we've always sort of had, like, from when we started this, we always sort of had the same mindset towards it, right? Like, obviously, we wanted it one day for it to be our job, but we were never like, how can we make money? We're like, we were just like, let's have fun with it and yeah. make yeah. content. Um, so we've always been, like, there's never really been stuff that we've disagreed on in terms no. of, like, where we wanted to go, what we mm. wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but we also, like, literally... I probably talk to Clutzy more than my missus. Like in <laughs> every time we say goodbye to these CDs, I'll probably send a message in four minutes. Well, I'll tell yeah. you what, remember this conversation when big money gets involved. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I say that as like, please, like remember yeah. it. Money yeah. makes people like super weird. So yeah. remember, yeah. remember why you were friends. When, yeah. when there's a, you know, a huge ad sponsor that's half a million dollars or whatever and there's yeah. certain splits go in certain ways. Yeah. Just remember this shit because it fucking tears people apart. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Yeah, I, I always say the best way, in my opinion, to keep a friendship or a like family or whatever together is you got to be willing to walk away from money to keep a relationship together. Yeah. yeah. If you both are, you'll never have an issue. Yeah. 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 Um, because yeah, fuck. Well, yeah, well, well that's been really good actually. With like, we've had a few different offers for different things, and we've just been like decent money coming in, but we're like, that's not really us. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's it's like okay, but, it's like um, all right. You're five years down the track. You've both got wives. Yeah. You've both got children. Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Um, playing for Queensland. You get offered a gig. <laughs> yeah, playing for Queensland. You get offered a million dollars a year. Yeah. A, a sponsor that one of you is like, no, nah, I don't agree with that ethically. Yeah. Mm. One of you is like, yeah, I do agree with that ethically. Now, you think that that argument's going to be just between you two. Yeah. You've got a wife. Yeah. Yeah. You've got yeah. children. Your wife's going, we need the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's all yeah, of those yeah. outside pressures that yeah. come in. And so just remember like what got you to the... Yeah, I mean, that's like, it. Yeah. Just, no, for yeah. Sure. Money just makes people act crazy, man. That's yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
Darcy's probably more likely to cuddle me at that point. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sharing your bed this week as well. So. Yeah. Um, before we go, before we wrap up, we wanted to ask you a bit of a would you rather. Mm. Um, we know it's a topic of discussion around these joints, but Kempi and Maddie, I suppose you can play into this as well. But um, would you rather have your child play for Queensland mm. or New South Wales, but if they play for Queensland, the Broncos can never win another premiership ever again? Oh. <laughs> um. No, I, I would rather my child play for whatever he wants to play okay, for. Okay, yeah. I like that. Because I don't want even my own son putting on that jersey unless he wants to put that jersey on. Yeah, for sure. So if he doesn't want to put that jersey on, he doesn't deserve the jersey. Yeah, 100%. Doesn't deserve to be at Caxon at 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. on the pierce. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> now, will I show him reruns of the under-19s Queensland New South Wales fight? Yes, I will. Yeah. I will. Uh, yes, and I he will. he can make his own decisions. And he can make his own decisions. Will he be propagandised for the rest of his life about Queensland? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, no, I only – like it's, it's like anything. Like I, with the origin and all the – eligibility debate like i only want people that want the jersey on yeah, if, you yeah if, if you want if you put another jersey higher than that then that's that's okay like yeah. sweet like that's mad um but yeah I'm, if you, yeah you got to have that jersey as like you know it's got to be the thing it means so much to so many people who yeah. aren't playing the game so yeah. if you get yeah. the opportunity like, for example if if there is like a mid-year um pause on the, the comp and you've got international games and state of origin and players that are currently guns but they say no, no. I, I've got more connection to my heritage. Yep. That's that's mad. That's yep. good. Mm -hmm. I want to see you in that jersey. I, I want each player to be in whatever jersey means the most to them. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's a way more complicated argument because of pays and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. in a perfect world where you got paid equally to pay for every single different nation or state, yeah. I just want people in there that love the jersey. Yep. I, I, I honestly, the standard matters to a degree, but what matters the most to me is as long as there's 17 blokes out there that love the jersey. And you can you can be Samoan Tongan and love the jersey. Yeah, hundred percent. You can yeah. be Aussie, love the jersey, whatever. Um, but you just got to love the jersey. And I think twenty twenty proves if you love the jersey enough, like exactly. no one can beat you. Because like yeah. some people have made the argument, oh, if we <laughs> even even I think Matty is like, if if we you know didn't allow some players to play if they play for you know New yeah. Zealand England, blah, 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 yeah. it, it would lower the standard. But it's like, bro, like we have so many guns. Yeah. That yep. are keen for that jersey, 2020 lot. Yeah, they, they were fringies half that side. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so yeah, mate, we know that's our Roman Empire is the 2020 State of Origin team. We yeah. think about it weekly. The sacking oh. of Rome. Yeah, <laughs> we pretty much bring it up once a week. So, yeah, um, yep. just a great time for all involved. I was part of Blues Camp. It was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it was a horrible time. It was my last my last series. So yeah. I'd gone 18, 16, 17 loss, and then 18, 19 was so good, and to bow it at 20 was just. Yeah. Just so it was, it was horrible. What's crazy is like game two, you absolutely tailed it. How did you guys? Yeah. And then yep. game three, just ambush. It was like a genuine ambush. Genuine, genuine ambush. I've said it a hundred times on our show, but I remember watching Val Holmes score in the corner early and the Broncos had had such a wretched season. Mm. And he scored and I was like, oh my God, this is what it feels like to enjoy watching the footy. <laughs> like, it's been so long since I've had any joy. Yeah. It was one of the best games ever. Yeah, 100%. It was so brutal. Far out, it was brutal. Um, so good. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> anyway, we'll wrap it up. Um, thank you guys so much for having us again and thanks for the support, guys. From from the get-go, we were talking yep. to the cast patrol yesterday and they're like, you had Kempi on your show for the third ever episode. We're like, yep, still live on our feed with uh, GoPro audio. So one of the great podcasts. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're yeah. down at the bar, at the right? Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, right. So yeah, it's like a bit of a full circle moment for us even to be sitting here. So well, it's your second day full time, isn't it, mate? Yeah. That's it, mate. That's yeah. an there's an exclusive. That's an exclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not announced yet. So there's We're an exclusive. Yeah, got there we go. Okay. We're going to do a. Um, a contract negotiation on a podcast. So I've got to think up of some things and demands that I want. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. We're so thinking like monthly. That could be our first proper blow up. And yeah. Oh, okay. Order. We're thinking like monthly Friday Arvo meetings at the local pub, like that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah we're going to have yeah. a bit of a debate on one of the shows when we get back. But yeah, but yeah, full time now. Brands. So um, I suppose if you're still listening, thank you. Because yeah. it's the only reason why I can do it. So, uh, <laughs> 100%. And that's, yeah. How are you feeling before this weekend? Um, honestly, like it's been because you you could be the Penrith Panthers of average yeah. rigs <laughs> of what's of average rigs, yeah. yeah, mate. It's um, there's a lot of stiff competition coming in. I've been seeing a few of the boys, or popping up. you could even say loose competition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got the stiff guard at the moment, but um, yeah, no, it should be good. I'm I'm pretty keen. I'm currently trying to learn the recorder. Uh, there's a song that I'm going to be doing. Hot cross buns. Or I could. I did that off the bat. My missus is like, and my missus love her, but she has no sense of rhythm or anything musically. And that's coming from you. And that's coming from <laughs> me, mate. It's like she can't clap the beat and stuff. It's it's actually wow. fucked. Yeah. Um. But she can play hot cross buns on the recorder, and I was like, if she can do that, you if she can it. remember that, I could literally Listen, do, it. If, do anything. If grade three, if grade three children can yeah. do it, I back you. Well, I, I've said it on our podcast before, but until grade ten, I was a flutist. Yeah. So I used to play the flute. Yeah. That one time I, at band camp. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I got given an ultimatum um, in year 10 by the flute teacher saying that you have to choose between playing the flute or playing rugby. What? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, there is no way. <laughs> there is no way that I'm going to continue sitting there blocking out all the kids playing trombone. <laughs> What the like, hell? Yes, that was my ultimatum. So I packed up my So if you were an NRL player and you came on bloke podcast, yep. their story is usually, listen, I was playing rugby union at a high level and my dad said, look, I can't drive you to both. Yep. Your story is, I was playing flute at a high level. Yeah. Like flute at a high level. Yeah. yeah. I was just stuck at band all the time and... Yeah, but I used to get described as having rugby fingers because when, <laughs> when you're clicking down on it, I just used mm. to absolutely bash the shit out of the flute. So yeah. um, well, I had a lot of aggression towards that little silver thing. But. Well, um, we got a lot of aggression to another little thing too. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in music and it would have been like grade four or five, and you know how they used to make you sing in a group? Yeah. Like, yeah. And you'd sing, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the teacher was like, all right, guys, sing. And she'd sing and, she'd, and her face would get like, <laughs> you know, and I go sing and go again sing and she'd be like moving closer <laughs> moving closer and then she'd like sing again guys we sung again and she's like boom comes right close to me go again uh, we sing again and she's like listen can you please just not sing <laughs> So everyone, I had to mime while everyone else sung. Because I was so I, bad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but I, I got to a point <laughs> where- This would be good. This would be good. I used to sit in the front of the band and we'd be in front of the school. We'd be like performing at like orchestra competitions. And I just like couldn't keep up. So I'd be sitting in the front row just going- <laughs> <laughs> Miming not following anything, <laughs> just literally pressing random buttons. Oh, so I was like, "This is so humiliating." <laughs> yeah, but we had it was Clutzy's first day full time yesterday, and obviously we had the flight to come down here. But then we had a pub lunch and a couple of beers, and then we went back to our hotel room, which we're sharing a queen bed, and we had a bit of planning to do for some stuff. 
Uh, but instead we put on Jackass Forever oh, and okay. just watch that. Uh, lots of cocks and balls in there. Yeah, lots of cocks and balls because they can't in. put their body through it. They used to. Yeah, so. it's very confronting. Look, when, you're, when your body can't go through, just get your cock out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Truly. Um, and then he rolled that straight into recorder practice. So yeah. it's been a very interesting couple of days. It's good. One, like, he sent a video to our mates. Someone's like, has he practiced that before? I was like, nah. So, <laughs> so what say, about I'm quite confident. The crowd will be going wild. How are they going to hear it? Yeah. Oh, I've got big pipes, so I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say you're tooting yeah. your own horn, but you're actually blowing your own recorder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I get a mic. Maybe you can hold the microphone. Are you, gonna, yeah. you, could, you could even go, you call that a flute, <laughs> remove your ribs, and literally. <laughs> <laughs> no one's beating you then. No one's beating oh, you then. will win 100% that would be so that. Good. So Ivy Pool Bar Saturday. Come see <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> uh, thank you guys oh. very much. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening, tuning in. Yeah. Boom. We'll go fuck ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fuck, yeah. <laughs>